Welcome to another episode of Local X Local. I'm Fida. I'll be your host today. I'm alone. My name is off doing other stuff for Local. So it's just me today. I hope you're all doing well. Uh, if you're here for the first time, uh, this is our weekly Saturday show, uh, Local X Local, where we interview different people in Bahrain, uh, locals who are doing something special. Uh, or are contributing to the community in a cool way. So this week's guest is Jude D'Souza, who is the co-founder of Bahrain Jazz Fest. And we're going to talk to him a little more about the movement, how it's co- contributed to the local music scene and all. So we'll hear from him about a bunch of cool music-related stuff. So stay tuned and hold on while we invite him over. Can you guys hear me? I hope you can hear me. <laughs> Hi, Jude. Hey, hey, Fida. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you? Good. It's the first time I'm doing this. So am I looking okay? <laughs> You're doing great so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. <laughs> How are you here? How been? I've been okay. It's been, uh, we're, we're, we're coming off the back of a beautiful week of uh, jazz and blues. And, you yep. know, uh, it's always an inspiring time uh, for us at this time of the year. So yeah, it's good. It's been good. Yeah, that's that's kind of what we wanted to talk to you about. Uh, just you know, the jazz fest and what you guys have been doing uh, over since it started. So can you give us a little bit of a background on the jazz fest? Yeah. So I mean, I keep telling this to everyone I meet. Uh, uh, the jazz fest was basically a, um, a coffee table discussion between three friends, that's and cool. uh, and uh, it uh, and I guess to a big extent we all are dreamers and so we started dreaming about bigger things uh but but then again you know we really felt the need uh, for bahrain to have uh, its own festival because it's it, it just yeah. didn't have it you know uh, until we popped along and uh, it was a kind of a festival which people would relate to and i think it also came from personal experience as well because you know we were uh, all the three co-founders of the jazz fest are all young parents you know and and we are social as well and so we were always caught in a dilemma, like, you know, we want to be social, but we also have our families and kids. So where can we go to that? We can just do everything at one one go. And, you know, uh, that was one of the reasons. But uh, the Jazz Fest did start off in 2017. It okay. actually, we actually sat down in early 2016. And it took us about a year and a half to get the plan off the ground. And uh, ever since then, uh, it's, been, uh, it's been a great journey. And, you know, every year... We try and incorporate new experiences, and along the way, uh, even as the co-founders of the, jazz, of the Jazz Fest, we get inspired, you know, by the things nice. that we experience. So, it's I think it's a, it's such a nice um, uh, uh, movement to be a part of, even for us. Like, you know, we never imagined that we would be in this in this uh, position or situation by now. It's it's really kind of snowballed into. Uh, something which was unimaginable for us. Ah, no, that's amazing. So since it's been in the works for a while before it actually kicked off uh, and it's been running now for a few years, pretty successfully, I would say, uh, what, what gap do you think the Jazz Fest is filling in Bahrain or trying to fill since it started? A couple of things. Um, I think, you know, I've always believed, uh, as a person who grew up here, or born and grew up here, I've, I've always believed that you know, the musical output of Bahrain has been second to none in the region. I've always believed that. 
and coming from a musical background i can vouch for that too so yeah. um i mean th- there needs to be uh, i i guess one of the challenges of bahrain is that it's a small island right mm-hmm. and uh, it 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 really needs a lot of uh, focus and a lot of effort to put bahrain on the map in in many aspects and uh, for us you know the jazz fest was just basically trying to fill a gap to bring the music community together jazz as a as a as a music style is undergoing its own renaissance over the last few years and you know uh, what was actually perceived to be a, an old man's favor or old man's tune is now being picked up by young kids all over the world and a lot of experimentations going on and different kind of styles popping out and things like that so yeah. um, it it was it was important for us to to deliver something that bahrain already had and you know it had the great musical output but fortunately for us uh, the three of us that run the jazz fest all come from a corporate background as well so we knew how to actually plug this in and make a big noise about it and reach the correct partners and that was really important for us and i think that consolidated approach it really helped uh, the jazz fest uh, become a mainstay in the national calendar for bahrain it is officially on the national calendar for bahrain and yeah. it's something that everyone looks forward to every year so the biggest gap i would say was to showcase uh, uh, you know what bahrain had to offer to the world but at the same time bahrain being an island there are lots of uh, i mean i wouldn't say lots there's a lack of opportunities in in international music stars coming down here too for a number of reasons logistics costs expenses things like that so the jazz fest plugs that gap too we we invest in you know really um uh, accomplished famous musicians in the jazz world coming down to bahrain and and, and just giving people an up close and personal a uh, kind of experience of of what it is to see this amazing musical talent so i guess it's a it's a it's a tale of two things for us uh, for sure. number one is definitely bringing the music community together in bahrain showcasing them to the world and yeah. number two is you know bringing this incredible music stars to bahrain and you know big names and 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 i also think it's not just about entertainment for us it's also a big community angle there's a lot big education angle there's a big you know csr angle in this so there are a couple of things uh, that we are trying to plug in uh, through the jazz fest no i think that's honestly beautiful and it has contributed a lot and since you mentioned you know on the topic of community and bringing all of that together in bahrain um yeah. how do you think since you also come from a musical background you said how do you see that you know the bahrain jazz fest has contributed to the local music scene in bahrain over the years I think for for us it's always been the number one point to try uh, our best as organizers to engage the, lo- the 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 music community of Bahrain mm-hmm. open up those opportunities those opportunities may lie in entertainment they might lie in playing on our stages it may lie in workshops education whatever it may be so yeah. community has been the biggest focus of right from the start you know from from year 1 we were doing workshops and we were doing yeah. and, and and we are so blessed to actually work with amazing musicians from bahrain who actually contribute their time uh, just to just to give back to the community yes, you know it's all about knowledge transfer it's about sharing your craft it's about together we can become uh, an uh, an unstoppable force in terms of musical output so you know the the accomplished musicians of bahrain have uh, have been very kind enough to give us their time to to engage in these uh, community services and workshops and things like that and for us that's at the core of it 
like we have bigger plans actually you know okay right now we're just in you can say the the baby stages of the yeah. jazz fest but we are honestly we are looking at a benchmark uh, which is a, a world class benchmark you know and mm-hmm. we want the jazz fest to actively contribute a huge uh, part in in community building and whether mm-hmm. that's through uh, working with academies or schools or working with tutors educators musicians just to reach out mm-hmm. great we've been fortunate enough also to be to be partnering with uh, you know with the BNP Paribas foundation in paris uh, through their uh, middle east and african headquarters here and the foundation itself supports uh, it's a philanthropic uh, organization that supports jazz in specific right so they help us every year with 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 different ways how to 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 pump in uh investments back into the music community help musicians mm-hmm. grow uh, give them grants uh, help us to cover fees costs things like that which are really important because without that it just can't grow it's it's that simple right it it costs something to run to run a jazz festival or anything for that matter or any event so i think it's about about finding the right mix the right mix of the the musicians in bahrain who we're always very grateful to uh, for for giving us their time uh and also to our our, our corporate partners who really help us achieve and and help us execute what we have in mind right so uh, we have we had this beautiful picture in the beginning and i'm we're really glad to say that we're 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 painting that picture you know we're actually doing it so uh, and i mean i can't even forget the media media guys I and mean, with you guys we've partnered up now you know this year to and hopefully a longer relationship man but that's just another another way of us getting out that message yeah the barin jazzfest is not a it's not a concert it's not a it's it's not a one off show it's here to stay every year well barring this year every year we run eight weeks of programs right from october till november and we run shows all around the, ven- the different venues in bahrain we do workshops we uh, we do community outreaches and then we we finally end up in the grand international festival day where we get you know the international musicians this year it's been obviously different but uh, from 8 weeks it's come down to one week uh, and, and and the format's changed but the core remains the same the idea is exactly the same there's nothing that's changed even this year we've done workshops in fact this year i think we've done one of the best workshops ever uh, we had the the opportunity to uh, to collaborate with Paul Lai who is you know yeah. uh, he's been he's been called or or dubbed as the most brilliant french jazz pianist of his generation a young guy who's also supported by the BNP Paribas foundation and mm-hmm. he was here in bahrain and he did a beautiful workshop for uh, um, you know about 20 people obviously yeah. socially distant uh, yeah. in the event but even he was surprised because he thought he's done lots he's an educator right so he thought that uh, uh the workshop is going to be filled with young kids because that's what he experiences all around the world but he came here and he saw that there actually in uh, mid level piano players you know adults who were there yeah, and he was really he was really engaged in the whole thing okay. and and yeah it just helped us to achieve another you know check in the for sure box yeah i think um I mean that's that's all so special I think and we know a little about how you know the Jazz Fest kind of gives back to the community the way you guys support artists and musicians especially yeah. for the Jazz Fest specifically so can you elaborate a little bit more on that maybe Yeah so you know for us uh, obviously we work on annual budgets for the whole festival and 
we always allocate through our partners, obviously, because we are, we are a completely externally funded festival. So through our partners and through the money that we, we raise, we always allocate a part of that money to go towards uh, community building. Yeah. That, again, could be in the form of grants. It could be uh, through music artist fees. It could be through investments in equipment, things like that. Things which actually get the community rolling. And I would say that it's grown year on year. I think collectively, through our partners, uh, we've, we've pumped up at least seventy to $80,000 back into the, into the music community. And that's, uh, I'm not sure if it's been done before. But for us, it's just a reflection of that vision and how long we want to carry this on to. You know, in the end, uh, it should be, uh, there should be a, a prevailing jazz culture in Bahrain maybe 10 years from now, 15 years from now. Definitely. But if you don't start, if you if you don't start in the way that we are doing things right now, then you won't end up at that point, right? So, it's right. A, it, it, it's it's challenging for sure. It, it's challenging to sell music uh, to corporates, but fortunately, all of our corporate partners are completely supportive of what we do. They see the vision, and that's the most important thing. Our government partners are so important as well, and they see what we're doing, and they 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 appreciate the fact that you know we're trying to put Bahrain on the map and give it its own space, which it truly deserves, honestly speaking, yeah. from a musical output perspective. And I'm just glad that we can play a small part in that, you know, just uh, increasing the image of Bahrain in, in, in the musical world. Yeah. No, I think definitely, uh, like you were saying, people from all different scopes and all sides, from governments to locals to music enthusiasts, everyone is interested and loves what's going on. So for, for you, from your side, what has the goal been since the start with the Bahrain job? Well, like I said, you know, um, it, it's, it's very difficult to, uh, to tell you exactly what that end point would be. But we know what we're working towards. And that's a long-term plan. So 10, 15 years from now, probably even earlier, I hope. You know, it, it all depends on, on the kind of partnership that we build as well to help us achieve <laughs> those, those visions. But we do want Bahrain to be that you know, authentic jazz hub for for the region. And again, I come back to the point where we're just not an entertainment platform. Entertainment is great. We love it. I love it a lot. You know, I love going to shows. I've been going to shows since I was 15, 16 years old. Oh. So, uh, um, so, but it's not just about that. It's about, it's, it's about uh, deep-rooting the, the idea of, of music, and in, in specific for us, jazz music. And when I say jazz, it's not, you know, there's a lot of stereotype uh, ideas about jazz, and that's what we're trying to break. Uh, we've been mm -hmm. trying very hard. That's why if you see our artistic balance over the years in every festival that we, we, uh, we organize, there's a wide range of styles, I would say, you know. Mm -hmm. there, are, there are the stereotypical jazz styles, which everyone kind of understands, which they've seen, obviously, through media and listen and things like that. But then there's also the, the, the new and experimental styles. Last year, we had a fantastic band from the UK, which you know, people are still raving about. Because they, managed, they were just a bunch of young people who fused different African styles with, with, uh, with the jazz, with the blues, with so many kinds of styles in one. And it became a highlight of the show. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's, all about, it's all about working together towards that, the goal of establishing Bahrain as a true musical hub, a true jazz hub for the region. It's very important for us, honestly speaking. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a way of giving back because, you know, I love music in this country. I, I grew up yes. here and was born here. So it's, I feel indebted to the country. And, and, and this is 
one of the personal reasons I would say for my side at least to to uh, to, to see this through. You know, we have we have a great team that that believes in the same mission with Paul and Mike, who are my co-founders. So we every year, you know, uh, as soon as the Jazz Fest gets over, in, in typically in November, uh, this year in December, we just take a two-week break and then we start working on the next one again. And then we That's see how, how can we how can we make it fun? How can we make it uh, engaging? How can we make it? How can we add new things, innovations? We've done a lot of innovations over the years. Uh, in the Jazz Fest, uh, this year being, I, I guess, one of the most outstanding innovations in terms of doing live streaming shows only. Uh, so, yeah, it's all about that big vision, like, you know, Bahrain has a chance, Bahrain has a chance. We just keep repeating that to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Now, how long that takes, it's all a question of, uh, of, of effort and, uh, and focus. No, that's amazing. And I think uh, from everything that you've mentioned so far, it is a super extensive and intensive journey, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. So with, unfortunately, with the p pandemic this year, how it's affected things, um, how has it affected the movement, you know, with what with everything shifting digital, like you said, uh, that it went from being an eight week festival down to, to one week, basically. So how, yeah. what, what exactly has been affected? And you know, is anything going to carry forward from this or are you guys going to shift back as soon as things calm down? Well, as a concept, we are an outdoor festival through and through. We, over the years, we've been hosting pretty large numbers, last year being the highest number, close to six, six and a half thousand people on, on the That's final day. Yeah, and uh, so we are an outdoor, outdoor festival format. Now, this year, Obviously, you know, nobody prepared for the COVID-19 pandemic. And I think along with the travel and the hospitality industry, events industry was the biggest hit industry around the world. Musicians all over the world have suffered so much in terms of, you know, lack of opportunity, simply because, you know, the hospitality industry was closed, the events industry was closed, and therefore the musicians couldn't really see the benefit of that. So, but I guess, like everyone says, you know, there was a lot of introspection to see what we could still do, right? For us, we have, as, as organizers, it's absolutely, we, we, we joke about it all the time in, in the office, you know, we just, it's a relentless attitude. Like, we have to make things happen. We have to make it in one way or the other, and we have to do it in the most law-abiding, in the most professional, in the most corporate way possible, and, in a, and obviously to benefit the musicians. So this year, Obviously, you know, uh, up until uh, uh, about 10 weeks ago, we just didn't have an idea that we were going to run anything simply because, you know, regulations were still being drafted officially by the government and, you know, events were not being allowed and things like that. And then as soon as we found out that, you know, there is a window of opportunity to, to run a festival, we jumped at it. And uh, I guess ever since March, uh, when the whole world went into this whole shock, uh, there's been an, uh, an, uh, a lot of live stream shows, I would say. thought, how can we innovate ourselves, even in this possible fatigue of live stream shows that everyone's been seeing? And mm -hmm. then we realized that, you know, we have, to, we have to deliver six live stream shows, well, six days of live stream shows, but not just live stream, yes. high quality live stream shows high-quality video, high-quality audio. We put our investments back into that through our partners, 
they understood what we were trying to do and obviously we ha- we aimed for a bigger plan but we we definitely have to work within the guidelines set out by the ministry of health and in our partners of barren tourism uh, exhibition authority so so we ultimately came down to this plan where we did december 7th to december 19th which is going to run you know uh, a couple of events and, and programs those events consisted of we, we started off with a master class uh, and a workshop uh, which is what we always do every year and uh, and now uh, today we are on the final day of the six uh, days of live stream shows so those live stream shows have been picked up in a huge way by our fans and and our supporters mm-hmm. and and i guess also for people people being people they need to be entertained right i mean it's even even until a few weeks ago we couldn't do something as basic as going to a restaurant and just having dinner right but now we can the same goes for entertainment like it's, it's yeah. so basic you just go and see a band watch a performer that's the essence of life right music so we did this high quality streaming and and we're so proud of it right? you know we were we were, we were we were able to get the buy in from the artists we were able to get the buy in from our corporate partners we were able to get the buy in from the venue i mean the intercontinental agency hotels been so kind to us and you know they said go ahead and do it all with you all the way Mm-hmm. there you see it's it's there for everyone to see if you go to our facebook pages yeah, you'll see the the quality of this output in terms of streaming and that was it made us really happy you know and on the first day of the show when uh, i think it was el zephyr uh, that that kicked off the, the the shows and as soon as they played the first note we we you know we had this big sigh of relief like okay you know we are live right now we've been planning for this for 10 weeks you know <laughs> so it was, it was fun and and every day you know we've been we've been learning it's a learning curve i would say i mean in all humility it, it is a learning curve and uh, we're adapting and i think now we've come to the point where there is uh, we've reached a crescendo and uh, uh, today's the final day and we've um, got two beautiful shows happening what i mean i'm i'm so stoked for the, these two shows i think we all are um so that's i think you guys have adapted like you said really well and everyone's been pretty pumped up and excited about the shows uh seeing as you know things have changed uh, shifted but i think you guys still did, like managed to do a pretty amazing job at you know making sure yeah. everything is but like at the highest quality of all the shows as to not compromise that i mean having um, having said all of that right uh hopefully this is just going to be a one off year 2020 and you know and the way the world is moving with you know with especially in bahrain with the rates dropping down and now with this good yeah. news of the vaccine coming up and things like this so we are very hopeful to come back to our original format so we've always been tinkering with the idea of making the actual outdoor event a multi day format so we we've, we've been stuck at one day so far obviously yeah. uh, multi day means a whole lot of uh, uh, it's a new ball game it's a whole set of logistics costs expenses artists name it like this yeah it, it's like basically doing one more one more festival day so um we are very hopeful that 2021 is going to be the year it's a, it's a big year for us we for turned 5 sure. fifth year it's it's our fifth birthday of the jazz fest and you know um we are, we are so happy that in the last 4 years with all the events that are happening in bahrain and we have the highest respect for for all those event managers who really do a lot to to do their kind of especially music uh this year has been special for us because we still managed to 
pull off for the fourth year, you know, albeit in a different way. But we're still there, you know, and that's the that's the never say die attitude, the relentless attitude that it's got to happen. And mm -hmm. I, I, it, it's got to happen not just for us, honestly. It's got to happen for people, for for the people who want to see music, who want to hear music. Music moves everything, right? It, it does for everyone. The one who says music doesn't affect them is a big liar, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, so... Uh, I, I, I'd be very hopeful that next year is going to be the year and, uh, you know, we're going to do something really special. Uh, everything is under wraps. And, uh, yeah. you know, we, we, we first need to see this whole issue of the, the, the pandemic yeah. out and then collectively work with our government partners and our corporate partners and then figure a way how we can implement this format. But I'm, I'm quite hopeful about it. I think we're all hopeful and super looking forward to that. I think it's going to be amazing. Asfest turns five. So congrats on that, first of all. Thank you. Um, and I think it's going to be amazing. And to, to kind of wrap this up, where how do you see this movement growing, you know, in the grand scheme of things with everything being said? In the grand scheme of things, I know it's a bit out there, honestly. Uh, but, you know, we, we look at massive legacy festivals. Mm -hmm. Montreux Jazz Fest, the New Orleans Jazz Fest, and how they have managed to transform those entire cities, not just from a musical perspective, from a touristic perspective, from mm -hmm. a cultural perspective, and then eventually becoming a major influential point in the, in, in the world, in the history of the world. Today, if you go for the Montreux Jazz Fest, they've been running for how many years now? 60, 70 years, I think, or oh. maybe something less than that. But not sure the exact date, but these are massive legacy festivals that we look up to. Mm -hmm. We obviously are in a, in, in, in a position where, you know, we have the freedom to think about it. We have the, we have the collective uh, buy-ins from all of our partners to, to achieve the same vision. And I think for us, it's always been, and this thing will never change. It's always been about Bahrain and it will always be about Bahrain, you know. How do you, how do you, how do we collectively work together to really put Bahrain on the on this musical map? Like Bahrain is known for, uh, I think, around the world for a number of reasons. Also, you know, from a cultural perspective, historical perspective, um, it's rated as one of the best places in the world to live in, and things like that. How do we do do this? Apply the same hype and the same um, uh, enthusiasm. Uh, for Bahrain as a musical place, and that's what we're trying to do. It's always been there. It, Bahrain runs through our blood, you know. It runs through our our, our DNA, our our culture. Uh, we we completely uh, have this feeling when we do any single task within the jazz fest, and we yeah. never lose sight of it. And that's a good thing, I would think, because uh, it helps us to focus. It helps us to bring people together. It helps us to achieve all those different things which people said. You know, it's not possible. I mean, in the beginning, when we said we're doing a jazz fest, it was only supposed to be for 200 people or 300 people. The first year ended up getting three and a half thousand people, right? And then it kind of, it got us thinking, like, you know, what is it that we can now uh, pull through? And we've seen this positive feedback. What can we do? So we started collectively building partnerships. We started approaching different organizations. We... Uh, we got them to understand what we are doing ourselves. We promote Bahrain on, on an international level. 
every year we're at the jazz ahead conference which is the world's biggest jazz conference and unfortunately we were supposed to be there this year with the bahrain kiosk the only middle eastern jazz festival to be there and we we are there every year and the you know because of that a lot of international musicians want to come to bahrain now and play so we have crossed the point where we are actually reaching out to musicians also for international musicians they want to come and play it's a new market it's a new place even you know, from a marketing perspective i you know and that, that's something we need to talk about too because you know mm-hmm. events are great but really an event you you don't you don't fulfill the entire potential of an event without the right kind of marketing strategies right? definitely so our marketing has been very strong if you go on to our social pages and our websites or or on the traditional media offline media you'll see there's a huge level of consistency there's a huge level, there's a look there's a feel there's an idea there's a there's a potential for bahrain jazz to grow as a brand uh, you know so the marketing side uh, even from an offline perspective when we go internationally and promote bahrain across the world they get shocked you know because number one they find it very hard to pinpoint where bahrain is on a, on a map mm-hmm. okay and then when we actually pinpoint for them and then show them these videos and the pictures and things like that it's like especially for the european and the western jazz markets it's like they they they're looking at images and pictures and videos of something that would happen in their in their hometown in their home city and right. they, and, and that generates that that huge interest then you know and then the promoters come in the 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 managers the agents the labels we've been really fortunate enough every year we get big record label executives coming down to the festival just to check out talent you know just scouting you know uh, so you know they always call us we make plans with them and then we invite them and, and they come down and they check it out and see that's another that's another way of showcasing what we have to offer really from bahrain so Definitely. you know it's a there are lots of things that that we need to achieve and i i think it's only the beginning 4 years is such a, such a young age yeah. honestly speaking Which there's lots there's lots to do uh, uh and it's all exciting for us i mean covid 19 hit us pretty badly i would say but but we we always look at the positive side of things and and now fortunately we we turned that positive thought into an actual event so yeah you know so if i guess if we can roll through this year then you know any other year should be any other challenge should be uh, you know we should be able to overcome it uh, with, with the right kind of approach no i think you guys have done an amazing job with this and you know this whole movement um you you took what could have been a really bad year and kind of turned it around for the jazz fest uh bringing something super innovative to bahrain and you know a very uh, one off event as well the jazz yeah. fest is pretty particular as well um so i think you guys really took that and rolled with it really well so congrats on that honestly and thank you for you know kind of giving us the insights on uh, you know what it's been like from your standpoint as someone who's you know involved in the music world and kind of leading in with the jazz fest so we we don't want to take up any more of your time but really thank you so much for everything that you know all all that you gave us today oh thank um, you thank you for your uh, for for you for your support as well it means a lot that we're able to hit the right partnerships especially with the media um, so definitely. Uh, local bh has been very good to us and very kind yeah. uh, no, i just want to i just want to end by saying that you know today is the final day of the jazz fest and uh, at 2020 
and uh, we're running two incredible shows. Uh, so the first show is happening at two o'clock uh, this afternoon. So it it's a new thing for us. We 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 are pushing now the creative boundary of of the jazz fest with this two o'clock show. So basically, for the first ever time, we've gotten uh, an acclaimed uh, Bahraini electronic producer Ahmed Zainul, who's going to be providing an electronic landscape with the blues guitarist Jason Swami and a jazz trumpeter uh, Zabi Nego. Two o'clock, they're going to get together, live stream on Facebook, on Instagram, and on uh, YouTube. And you can see what they're going to do. They, they're going to provide a, an oral splendor, I think so. You know, it's just going to be a beautiful blend. And that's happening at two o'clock. And then to close out the Jazz Fest for 2020 is going to be, uh, you know, a new funk and fusion band from Bahrain called Hotbox Groove. Uh, so they're playing at uh, 7.45 this evening. Uh, DJ Enzo, who's our resident uh, Jazz Fest DJ, he's going to open up the set. And so they will be, uh, he will be opening up and then Hotbox plays uh, for an hour. And this whole week has been absolutely that. Just, you know, looking yeah. at, inspira getting inspired, even as organizers, we're really inspired. So, you know, mm -hmm. he out, goes out to, you know, the El Zephyr band, uh, the Deborah Jones and the Shera band, uh, uh, AQ's Jazz Experience, yeah. the Rod Blues band, you know, now we have the Hotbox uh, Groove band. And so... We're all together, honestly. We're all in this together. And um, uh, also, you know, we had, a, we had a great show on the second day with, with Ezra J. And another beautiful way of showcasing a great Bahraini jazz female vocalist, you know. So lots of inspiration from everyone around, honestly speaking. And we hope to close this event today on, on, a, big, uh, on a big inspiring note. So whoever's watching uh, the feed right now, they can just go to our pages, uh, especially on Instagram, and catch the feeds at 2 o'clock, 7 o'clock. Didn't want to make too much of a marketing discussion. No. But, but uh, I think, I, I think it, everyone needs to see what Bahrain has to offer. It's really important. No, it's, I think it's, a, like you said, it's a very one-off experience with every band that has played uh, and has been featured you know, throughout the years and this year especially. Um, giving us it's been live streamed and all um, so huge shout out to everyone to Bahrain Jazz Fest as well and uh, we'll have all these details as well uh, up on our page as well today so everyone guys you heard it today is the final two shows um, and hopefully you know it's only up from here for the Jazz Fest okay great thanks a lot for that it was great okay. bye-bye take care bye Bye-bye.